House Potato Sports Report here. It's Mo Better with T-Bird and the other guy, OG. Good evening, gentlemen. How we doing? Do the do. <laughs> what does that even mean? Just doing it the way we do it. I just, look, so there's probably a certain kind of tone that we kind of start the show with. It kind of sets the mood. And when you respond that way, it makes people think that we've got a bottle of Hennessy up in here and candles burning and incense. <laughs> That's why all them people trying to get in from the outside. So we got a lot to do. Somebody right? knocking on the door. <laughs> all right, folks, let's get into some sports tonight. Uh, five Atlanta Braves make the All Star cut. It's a statement. It's it's not surprising for us that have been watching the Braves all year. Is this some kind of validation to the the kind of team that's been put together at this point? Yes, it is. I I, I believe that um, we've got some very good talent. And I'm I'm glad that they're finally uh, getting recognized. Uh, I think Austin Riley should have made the All Star team. All Star team. Period. Look at his numbers compared to the other All Stars at third base. But you know you, you can only put two practically on there. I guess a starter and a reserve. But mm-hmm. uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call it six because Austin Riley uh, has practically carried us sometimes so mm. playing great defense hitting home runs spraying the ball all over the field um og i think uh our team is playing great dansby still playing great uh matt olson uh doing his thing and uh michael harris come on he was such a spark when we brought him up hitting major league baseball straight out of practically high a ball i'm excited about our team uh, but the thing that I want to tell y'all is the way I, I really feel like we can win the division. The Mets are good, but they beat us two out of three. But that's okay because I, I think in the end, we're going to be there in the end. But we've got to learn to not depend on the long ball every game. Got to play baseball. You got to play baseball. I, I mean, we got speed. Oh, OG, I mean. What's Is that, that not something you've been saying? I, 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 I've been saying that. Oh, oh, he's been saying that. Yeah, oh, gee, I've here been saying okay. that. All right. All right. I've been telling y'all we got to play so baseball. We, so we misheard you. Yes, you did. It, okay. Something wrong, you know, got some wax or something <laughs> going on. <laughs> but you know, you know, we got Michael Harris uh in the nine spot. You got uh then you got Acuna, then you got Dansby. Sometimes you gotta lay down a bunt. This boy can beat out a bunt. I mean, you got to play some, uh, you know, one, two, three baseball sometimes. And I think Snicker gets caught up in that long ball all the time. It's just like the three. You live by the, the long ball and you die by the long ball because when you're setting up for it, sometimes you get a strikeout with people on. Well, let's, well, let's be honest. The long ball, I mean, Acuna is going to be in the home run there before the All-Star mm-hmm. um, game, mm-hmm. All-Star weekend. It's what people want to see. And one of, the, one of the trends that I'm noticing, oh, Jim, which to kind of jump in on this, and that's our sports industry, our professional sports, there appears to be a lot of pressure to make it more entertainment than actually comp- competition. Um, 
I like the all-star game. I like I like the idea of professional sports recognizing the top players. But again, it, to me, it seems to pander a little bit toward the need to entertain rather than actually appreciate the sport itself. Yeah, let's look at the Home Run Derby. You know, 15 years ago, it was a shell of what it is today. But arguably, it was more exciting than because it wasn't all about the flash and the, you know, and, and just a flamboyance. But even... 40, 50 years ago, when it was kind of like almost like an inning uh, competition where you have two two people and then, you know, they'd hit three, three swings at it and then the next one and they have a couple of innings and that's but that was a little bit boring and, and it didn't have enough people. So it's evolved over time. It's evolved over time to what it is now. And yeah, it's, it's all about entertainment. No one cares who wins. Does it really matter? No. I mean, what, what are you going to do? you get a cool trophy but it doesn't it doesn't mean anything yeah i remember was it was it the year that was it sammy sosa and mark um mcguire McGuire, when they went down to the wire with that yeah. moment th th to me yeah. that seemed to kind of be the start of where the frenzy for again having these these players perform on cue almost in terms of you know showing us showing us the goods and i don't know again i i like the idea of being able to recognize those who are excelling but i mean the, at the end of the day they're all professional athletes and they're all good yeah it you know back then that brought us out of the strike and uh they that's what they were saying where it brought baseball back with them two battling then you find out both of them did steroids right, and, <laughs> right. so that defeated the whole purpose but have you seen sammy sosa lately? oh yeah i don't i don't know what that is oh, <laughs> so he's a ghost of his former self oh really uh, <laughs> So he bleached the skin or something, but you know, uh, it is, it's a spectacle now and, uh, it's in Hollywood. I, I, you know, I think today's fans are not like the fans of 30, 40 years ago. Uh, I think the game was a lot more respected then mm -hmm. by the fans and, but you know, people would, uh, do the scorecards. You don't see nobody doing scorecards yeah. no more. And that's part of the game. That's knowing the game. And everybody today, they want, like I told you all ago, everybody want the pretty girl. You understand? And the pretty girl is all the grits and glamour that we're going to get before the game. And the game, if y'all noticed last few years, most of the time the game sucks. Yeah. You know, it, it really does because they don't let the stars play pretty much the whole game. I know they got to get everybody in, but uh, they're, they're – you know, you let a pitcher pitch an uh, inning. You let him pitch two innings. You bring in somebody else. You, it's it's just for for gamers like me that love the game. You know, you're losing a lot of people like that because it. You know, people say I'm not entertained. But you know, back in back in the day, you know. They, they had a lot less people that made the all-star team and, and pitchers would pitch six, seven innings in the all-star game. But now there's such a focus on protecting your investment and, oh, I don't want my pitcher pitching yeah, in an irrelevant right. game. And it's all about, you know, dollars and cents and it's it takes away from it. But to your earlier point about the the fans have changed, it it we talked about it last week, is baseball has not kept up with the full picture kind of entertainment piece as well as some of the other sports and i think we're seeing the result of that where they have to almost overcompensate mm -hmm. with these with these fan focused events and the skills competitions and the home run derbies yeah 
Baseball's a slow game. Yeah. But you again, you it's 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 you have to love that game. You know, and then that's why they try to do all these different things during the game, you know, to keep your attention. You know, in between innings, they got this, they got that. Uh just looking around, people watching. You know, that's that's another thing. But uh I I just OG was talking about the uh, the investment. Guy go down. They was talking about a pitcher last week. Who was that? Uh, Warren Spawn or Cy Young one? Pitch fifteen innings. Fifteen innings. There's no way in nobody's world today a pitcher in these major leagues gonna pitch fifteen innings for no reason. They they, they worried about he might pull a muscle or. Yeah. Or whatever, and and seven innings, seven innings for a starting pitcher, and and if he gets seven, that's great. That's a great game. He makes forty five million dollars a year to pitch seven innings. Well, it's 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 an investment, but also, and I was kind of wondering. I know for like basketball, the All Stars, there there's an incentive, and they're paid a you know they're paid a stipend for participating. Is yeah. it that way for baseball? As far as, as what far you mean? as the, do they get a kicker bonus for making the all-star team? Oh yeah. Like it's, it's in their contract. So uh, a smart player is going to say, if I make the all-star team, I get a hundred thousand dollars, you know? Mm. And so you, whether you do or not, you should put that in your contract. And I'm sure all the Freddie Freeman's and the Ron Lacunas and all them, I'm sure they got that in their contract. You can't blame them. That's what you do. Speaking of Freddie, he made the all-star team. No, he didn't. Wasn't sure if you're aware. I, no, I thought I none, saw him on the alternative. None, of, none no. of the players that signed big contracts in the offseason made the All Star. Yeah, he's a reserve re- reserve right here. He's a reserve vote. Freddie Freeman, first base. They must have added him because he got he was part of the snub players. Mm-hmm. Matt Olson like didn't ten, make it. Was like it. ten of them. Yeah, yeah. He he, he didn't. Austin Riley. Come on. But he was snubbed. He was on the list too. They they snubbed. They, them got to be the snub players. Because they didn't make it. So, you know. But look, before we move on, though, I, w- I want y'all's take on our team, on on the Braves. What, where we're going to finish? It, I, it, I, it, it hasn't changed. I think that it's a long it's season. A long <laughs> it season. is. Okay. Y'all keep saying that, but was but I right? It is. A, look, look at I, I'm I'm not sold, and maybe things will change, and I and – I, that's irritating to me about baseball is so much can change after the all-star break. And so that's right. It's a whole nother season. It's a a whole nother season almost. And seeing how the Braves are playing now, yeah, it looks promising, but I'm just afraid that they're going to lose momentum with this break. And isn't again, it's an Atlanta team. Do I think that they'll make it to the playoffs? I think they'll just miss the cut. Are they, are they, are they a great team? When they're firing on our cylinders, yeah, but we're noticing these pockets. So now that we've got the bats going, now all of a sudden the pitching is starting to be be shaky. So I, I'm I'm not sold on them repeating at all, and I would not be surprised if they didn't make the playoffs either. Well, the repeating part that's hard to call. You know, you just want to get in the tournament. So uh, it's very important, like you say, that we come out of the All Star break winning, because like you can't the tide can turn if you come out of the break. And you lose a couple of games, so that that's a very important mind thing. We got a hypocrite here because remember, at the start of the season, <laughs> they had that slow start. He, oh, it's a long season. It doesn't matter about the. It's the same thing. You just said the opposite coming out of the All Star break. Like if it's such a long season, 
you got to have momentum no. at the start of the year and, and after see, the break. See, see, you forget like you're 100 years old. I told you that it's a long season, but I said weeks ago, it's going to be very important, Mo, that we come out of the All-Star break winning. Didn't I, didn't I say that? Go back and listen to the shows, OG. See, you forget just like that. Really? You're younger than me, and you forget more than I do. <laughs> um, but going back to your statement, I think we have a we have a very well-rounded team now. And and I just read an article a day or two ago that we picked up Robinson Cano. Yeah. What? What? No, I just what? said no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I'm just. We obviously were, were a little injured at, at second base, but Cano, I mean, is I he? I think that was a great pickup. It didn't, it didn't look, I mean, it cost cash. That's nothing. It's not going to cost us nothing. Cano's, if, if he does good, great. If he doesn't, we can move on. But he's got experience. He can help them younger players. And look, he, he hitting the ball pretty darn well. So Cano done been there and done that. Yeah. So I thought that was a great move to get him for cash. And and you know, like I say, you ain't you ain't it ain't costing us nothing. Right. Yeah, he's a seasoned vet. Yes. But does that send the wrong message maybe to to uh our 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 Ozzy, yeah. No. Cano is 39 years old. You think he the future? Yeah, he's 100 years old, but well, no, no, Ozzy's injured, but the the guy his replacement, Orlando Arcia. No, no. All you doing is just, uh, if anything, that's going to make Arcia play better. Yeah. You you ain't never got enough. What if Arcia pull a muscle? You know? Yeah. yeah. What if I get a hangnail, t Like, okay. Okay. So you, all you doing is coming out the side of your neck with stuff when and you don't want to get snickered a good uh, 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 pat on the back for making a good move. It didn't cost you nothing, OG. There's not a problem with what you got now. Why, why? Why ruffle up? Because to- because you're not a you know as a manager you got to think down the road. You want to stay right there. You got to you got to think two or three batters down the road, and you still right there at the cleanup here. Yeah, because Ozzy's gonna be back in a few weeks. That- Ozzy ain't gonna be back in a few weeks. They're gonna take their time. He had a broke foot, dude. Okay, so what's wrong? What what's Big O doing? Incorrectly, he's hitting two fifty two, three home runs, and seventeen RBIs. Like who? Who? Orlando Arcia. Arcia is not an everyday player. He he's played some good second base. I give him that, but it's nothing. And you getting that left-handed bat? That's what they wanted. Mm-hmm. You getting that left-handed bat? So it's keeping balance in the lineup. Don't mess with me, Drew, because I know what I'm talking about. Uh, he's 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 on today. Don't yeah, mess with. He's him. on fire. I, don't mess I'm with. I'm gonna me. continue to ruffle. Hey. Ruffle some feathers. Come on, I'm that dude today. I'm really? that dude. Really? Hey, come on with it. <laughs> <laughs> Rush with it. <laughs> come on, with right, it, folks. We're gonna take a break here on the Carousel Sports Report. We're gonna come back to talk some hops. Y'all stay with us. Hey, this is Mo Better with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I'd love for you to join us for what always promises to be an entertaining and lively discussion on the latest news in sports. And trust me, I need all the support I can get because refereeing these matchups with T-Bird and the other guy is no easy task. But it's always a lot of fun. 
Tune in Fridays at 6 o'clock. Why would you hold on to a stale old auto policy when you have a fresh new car? New ride, new you, new plan, right? The LeVette Group will assess the new you for a tailored policy that meets all your requirements. So why not update your auto needs with a personalized plan from the LeVette Group? Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678 777-7718. Again, I'm Todd Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718. Hey, it's OG from the Couch Potato Sports Report. You know, the smart one. Listen live every Friday at 6 p.m. on Podbean as I drop some knowledge on T-Bird to tell him like it is. And then he tries to tell me why I'm wrong about Notre Dame being hypocrites, the Braves repeating, or soccer being better than basketball. Chat with us live on Fridays or catch it later on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. back we are back that sounded very miami vice can we say that on the air does that cost us money you're welcome (laughs) either that or some type of video game yeah that ain't r&b there was a lot of illicit drugs in the picking of the song okay that makes sense that's popish ain't it like ziggy it's just techy it's like clubby it's like techno clubby it sounds like a fight scene in a techno club for a Luke, Luke yes. movie. yeah i know what it sounds like in in the movie uh the batman when chloe uh crab is walking when she you know when the batman walk in there and and they in that that club no, you know I'm thinking, that's what it's like. I, 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 I need you to do better i need thinking, you to do better I'm if, if you're gonna get movie reference we need there needs to be what's the name zoe I know we have no clue who you're talking about. So what, what movie was, you're talking was, about? The Batman. That was it. There are 20 million you're Batman. Talk, oh, you're talking about the most Kravitz. recent one. The latest one. The it was called The Batman. You're talking about Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, Zoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says first name like he knows her. Like I have oh, I, I, brunch I, together. I do. Yeah, I send her yeah, letters all the time. Yeah. I don't care what we her ate lunch said. the other day. <laughs> Zoe, hey, I'll holler. I, I don't, <laughs> let me let me guess. She's very attractive. Oh yeah, she. Yes. Ain't, ain't bad on that. Name one of the women on the View. Whoopi Goldberg. No, no, you you only said that because he said it. Okay, Joy Behar. Oh, that's the other one I was gonna use. And she just left the show, so you can't get me, girl. I only thought she knew attractive. I'm not saying those women. Oh uh, no, that's right. Hey, Whoopi is. Well, Whoopi ain't bad. What? Let him dig. I ain't him calling. Him I, I ain't calling Whoopi. <laughs> Exactly. Just go put a T that way. Oh <laughs> All, All right, right, guys. Hawks. Um, looks like they're trying. We keep hearing John Collins' name come up in a lot of trade rumors. Um, is he possibly? Well, obviously, he's it's he's certainly um they're not above trading him. If they do, what would you like to see? Are you concerned? Will this really break up the nucleus? Did you really think that him and Trey haven't really kind of reached their full potential together? What are your thoughts on possibly losing John at this point? I don't, 
I don't think they've reached their full potential. I don't think I've said it many times. I don't think Nate uses uh, John Collins in the right way. This guy's an is an exceptional talent. Uh, people be harping on him only because the Hawks keep mentioning they've been mentioning him in the trade for the last three years. Yeah, and and uh, this this kid he goes out there and he keeps playing and he keeps playing. He don't buy into all that, and that's all he can do. All he can do is uh, is uh, stay ready and ready to play ball. You know. Yeah. And and uh, I think he's an exceptional talent. You got him. To, to to build around Dean, you got Trey and Dean said, forget John Collins. I mean, I, I use this guy, man. Look, look, look at how successful we were with the lob. And when John was going good, he was hitting outside jumper. I, I just don't think Nate, and Mo, you've said it. You don't think Nate's the guy. And I agree with you. I just really don't. I don't think he knows how to use this guy. And if you're going to trade John Collins, what's out there? In right. your in your opinion, is better than him. This left OG, to say? me. I I feel like Nate has one kind of playbook, <clears throat> and he he he's got to he's got to mold the team to this playbook, and not the other way around. Normally, you want to mold your system around the players, or or at least your star, and kind of build from there. But I, I don't think, I to, to most point, I don't think he can make it work with the players he's got and, and because they don't fit the mold that, that he has, but he he's not able to kind of work around that and work with what he's got because he's got talented players that he's not yes. utilizing. We don't, what's his identity? Well, that's the, that's the whole thing. You don't even know. He's not a visionary. He's, he's not head coach material. I think that he certainly is flying by the seat of his pants oh, and man. doing what he knows. And again, he, is he a coach? Absolutely. But there's a difference between being an assistant coach and a head coach. Yes. And that means you are responsible for the identity of the team. You're responsible for figuring out how, how all the pieces fit together. Yes. And Nate is really being stubborn about really not stretching himself as a coach and really trying to figure out what that means for him in terms of just trickle down. So I, I, and I, and I really blame the owners, the GM, because this is a critical time. You've, you've got a very small window to make the pieces that you have work in a way to try to win a championship. And if you've got a head coach that literally is like, think about, you know, you're, you're, you're swimming downstream and there's a, a boat that capsizes you know, trying to, the, the flow of the water changes with that object, even though it's, it's, you know, the water still flows. When you have a head coach that literally is standing in the way of progress, I just, I just, again, it just, it just frustrates you as an Atlanta fan because it's same old, same old. Either the coach is great and the players aren't, the players are, and the coaches aren't. Get on the same page in terms of as an organization, top to bottom, go have a, <laughs> have a retreat something anything where you get together sing kumbaya where yeah. everybody gets on the same page we gotta mm -hmm. have that I, I go ahead drew well no no no. finish your thought i agree because not uh nate went out to oklahoma to work with trey one-on-one -on -one. i he's trying to work with him off the ball and all that okay but i'm like you mo you got Jalen Johnson. That's, one, not a, that's not a head coach's job. That's an assistant. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It, I, I guess he's saying he's putting his fingerprint on it. I don't know. But what I'm saying is, like, you, you, why draft players if you're not going to play them? That, I, I've never understood. Okay. What do they say in the draft, OG? They say, 
the Hawks really feel the need right here. They went and got Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson didn't even play. And, it, and it, he can jump. You got to let these kids get experience on the court. They got to get court time. And 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 go, thank God, Guardy Ding is gone somewhere else. <laughs> I saw that the other day. He's gone. Let Jalen Johnson play. He's a top draft pick. Here's the problem. And it's, it's like... Um, if you have a 16 year old child and they go out and get to get their license, um, and it's like, do you pass in the keys to your $300,000 Lamborghini? Absolutely not. And if, if you did, you'd either be in the car with them or, Hey, we're not even turning the, we're not even turning the engine on. You just sit in the driver's seat and pretend, but it's, that's, that's kind of, if for, with Nate, if you can't manage, um, good players how in the world can you manage you know superstars so again there's just not really an incentive for any quality players to come and be impressed with what atlanta has to offer i think that then they build a, a practice facility beautiful who cares yeah, if know. the coach sucks if the if the mentality of the team is not a winning championship caliber type of mentality Kevin Durant, LeBron James, those stars are not coming to play in Atlanta. They're not, OG. You're right. And T-Bird, I want to get your thoughts here. Like Tyson Etienne took over the game Summer League. I mean, Summer League superstar. Right. We, we got young up-and-coming talent like him, like like Jalen Johnson, like uh, John Collins. Like, right, right. What does the ownership wh – where does it have to – what's the, the, the line in the sand that the ownership needs to take to, to make Nate – adapt or get out of dodge well i and this is just, uh strictly coming from my mind number one i think they already know that if nate gets off to a slow start that they're gonna can him i i, I just believe it also i think that they already probably got somebody in mind if that happens okay my choice would be mark jackson but that's neither here nor there but they're they going to have to take a stand. This guy, uh, what's his name, Tony Nestler, he he said money is no object. We want to win a championship here. So we're going to see how he approaches that. And you got to get, okay, it's been talked about the Hawks could be in the running for Kevin Durant. Okay? Stop saying you're in the running. Go get him. Stop. You know, you understand? That's the, that's the way championship teams or if you want to win a title, the boy's still in this in this good prime. Make a play for him now. If you're gonna trade John Collins for Kevin Durant and maybe a, a draft pick, and because you, you're trying to win now, whoa, 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 that, whoa. that may be something that I'm out to look at. But you're you would as much as you don't like Kevin Durant, you're okay with him coming to Atlanta. No matter no matter how much I don't like him, the boy is a hell of a player. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna he wants to, to win more. Right. I, T Bird wants to win more. Well, I, yeah, I want to win, Mo. I'm, I'm tired of. I've been losing my whole life but with you these know, things. Here's, here's the thing, and I hate to tell you this, and I like how you'd be a great coach. You'd be a great owner. I hope that happens for you someday. I do too. But <laughs> there's there is no way the Atlanta Hawks are thinking that progressively about the situation with their head coach and about att uh, attaining players. They're content 
to have Nate continue to be the coach because it's cost effective, really not cost him anything. And it's, and it's, there's a bigger picture in terms of, again, getting the fan base excited, selling tickets. So uh-huh. if that means we I have a coach, Mo. if we have a coach that's doing enough, we're okay with that for right now because that's not a part of the big picture. I disagree, Mo, and I love you. You know I love you, but I disagree with you because Tony Wrestler is not the lib. Uh, what was that team? Liberty Media. Liberty. He's not them. But here, but again, think about it. How long? How long ago did he say we're willing to pay anything? He said that a few months ago. And who, and done, who, and who did happened? they go out and get? The Murray kid. Really? I, I'm t- y'all just don't know the kid, man. We ain't gonna go back there. Y'all don't. This kid. He's not a superstar. That's all I know. He's yes, he is. Yes, he is. Wow. He's a second tier superstar, which he we said, did. He said second, which tier. we didn't second have. Tier. He's gonna second tier, but but he that's we like ain't sec- got that's one. like a second place participation. Trip. No, Mo, you don't. Uh, you, you don't understand the intangibles right. of the game. Well, the, uh, of, really? of the NBA, really. Now, Mo, I know I got re- great respect for you, but you ain't looking. You ain't. You ain't. You ain't. You ain't. You ain't letting your vision. Come into this now. I, I, I think you're thinking like a fan and not right, like a No, I'm not. This boy got skills. But why Why are they going to wait and see how Nate? Oh, we're going to wait and see. Wait and see. We're going to spend all this money I just and, think and nothing really happens. No. Because the, the market to replace him, the, the coach, is that time is now in the offseason because at the start of the season, all these the the desirable coaches are going to be all have, no, all have jobs. No, Mark Jackson is still out there. He's he's in rate. He's in TV. Yeah, Somebody, but Mark Jackson a wants a job. Just because he, he wants it doesn't mean he'd he be said, a good fit. I think he would be because he know how, who you think built the Golden State Warriors. He did. Dex, what he you got? built the Golden State Warriors. Okay, okay. I'm just gonna say this. I'm what? just putting it out there. What? I'm just putting it out there. If if the uh, Atlanta Hawks want to get the same results with a twenty percent discount, my services are on the table to play. No, to coach. Oh, I can save. I can, I can save him twenty percent. That's better than Geico. So, <laughs> well, I, again, <laughs> let me let me just tell you this: that Dex is on it. Let me tell you this: I guarantee you, me. I could get everything out of John Collins that he's got. They 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 hadn't put him in a position to be successful. Who is they? Uh, uh, Nate Hatton. Nate and his assistant coaches have not put John Collins in a position to be successful. This kid is talented. Y'all have seen him. Y'all have seen him when he's played well. And 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 then Nate does this stupid stuff when somebody start rolling. He take him out of the game. Because he sticks with his his minutes, his rotation. Do Kevin Durant come out the game? Mm-hmm. No. And the, you know this boy just rolled off again. I I I, I, just, I, I hope I hope it happens for you, T. Burke. Because again, I I understand your coaching philosophy and your thought process, but it's it's so much bigger than than having um, great players and having a. A, a great product for the Atlanta, I know, Falcons, I know Atlanta it is. Hawks. I mean, it's, I, it's bigger than that, and that's unfortunate because I guarantee that you know teams like well the Brooklyn Nets, the the Lakers, you know even even Golden State, even some of the smaller markets, they're doing what that what's necessary to develop a good product. And Atlanta, 
again, they're, they're, they've squandered opportunities when they can. I really don't think they, they say they've got money to spend. But again, ha, I just hate not Danny Ferry. I, I agree. I, that, I, I know that had he still been here, the, we, the, the, we, the team would look dramatically different, different. Dramatically different. And they would have had a, a totally different type of style. Who is he with? Is he with Phoenix now? Who is he with? He an assistant somewhere uh, uh, in the front office. But when he pulled off that that trade for Joe Johnson, who would have ever thought he, he could move Joe Johnson at that time? Right. You, you understand? And and I, I just – I hated it when they let Ferry get out of there. So, I don't know. But I, I want John Collins to stay here. That's just me, my personal preference. Uh, I think we can do a lot of good things with him, OG. But, you know, only time will tell. I, Ain't I, nobody out there to trade him for I think yeah, we just we're giving away our our talent and maybe not our. I think we we need to focus on today, but also tomorrow because John Collins is still young in his career. We got a lot of talent. Twenty four, and so next year, two years from now, give the guys some development opportunity. Like we're poised for success for a great three, four, five year run. Yes, if we utilize these these guys correctly, and and we're missing the boat. We missed the boat last year with with talent, and we're set up for failure again this year. Well, let me tell you, before we move on, and I love this guy, but I don't think we can win a title with him, and that's Clint Capella. I think if we could get – Clint can't even shoot uh, facing the basket. You got to get a guy that can not only dunk and and uh, be a, a, a rim uh, blocker, but he got to be able to shoot the little 10, 15-footer from, you know, in the paint. Well, Sha- Capella can't do it. He won't. You ever notice when they moving back? He won't even turn and look to shoot. But Shaq couldn't either, and he won a title. A couple of them. That, well, but Capella ain't as big. Notice Capella gets his butt. Guys, Danny Ferry is available. They ain't gonna bring him back. I would love to see him, but they ain't gonna bring him back. They so, just they just gave the job to this other kid, the the uh, um, uh, GM job. You know, they ain't going to give it to them. I will still offer my services. If they want Danny Ferry, I will give them now a 25% off. Oh, man, you're making it hard there, Dex. And yeah. that water would be cold. Right now, I'm like three YouTube videos down in coaching. So, <laughs> so I think. Would I think that we, be soccer, though, or basketball? You know, I have championships in both soccer and Little League Baseball. Hmm. And if you think coaching Little League Baseball is easy, Try getting through the fifth inning when it's actually nap time. Okay. <laughs> Come back to me on that one. Hey, Darren Eels just left. <laughs> that sounds tantalizing there, Dex. All right, folks, we're going to take a break and we'll be back to talk um, a little WNBA and, and, and discrepancy that I noticed. Y'all stick with us.
We are back here on the Couch Tennis Sports Report. Please, guys, you are welcome to join us. Thank you for those that are tuning in. You can catch us live on Podbean every Friday, 6 o'clock, Mission Road Studios here in Cartersville. We are live, live, live. We'd love to have you. Toss us your questions. You can get on our email list for alerts. You can like us on Facebook. You can watch us on all streaming services, Spotify, iTunes. Smoke signals. We take it all. Mm-hmm. Hey, call in, right? We want to. We want to interact with some people. On I don't know. You right? know you're not behaving tonight. I, don't, I think we we need to censor you or something. I need a snack. You don't have your snacks tonight. I need a snack. Got to get something to fire that blood up. You don't need anything else to fire any blood anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> blood pressure's already through the roof. Hey guys, so I was um, I was scrolling through on, on ESPN trying to find a WNBA game to watch on television. I had a little time on my hands, and I I noticed you know how on, on certain certain um, websites, sports websites, they'll tell you the network that the game is being broadcast on, and I noticed that several of the games were on Twitter or Facebook or some kind of streaming service, and I felt a certain kind of way. Um, because can you imagine a NBA game being broadcast on Facebook? No, I mean, that's just, that's senseless. What, what, what do you think is the rationale for, and, and the, and in their defense, there is, there is a game Sunday on, on, on ABC, but our, our local dream, they're playing on, I think either prime video or it's Facebook, it's Facebook. They're on Facebook. You going to watch it? No. Uh OG? No. No. It's man. That's all it is. What, Dex? Okay. <laughs> so, before you guys even start thinking it, what? I'm sober right now, okay? It's all about access. I didn't I had no idea where the WNBA played. <laughs> I, I dead on. Dead on. Not even joking. But you don't even uh, have social media. I have it for business. But in fairness, I really only watch a couple sports. But if I did want to watch it, I would want to be able to watch it. I don't want to pay $30 for access to it. Yeah, I'm calling you out, MLB. I don't want to have to pay $30 for something I already paid for. This is why I don't buy any movies on the Disney Network. I've already paid for it. I'll wait the six months for it to come out. Mm -hmm. I'm just not giving you that $30. I don't care what my kids say. Yeah, but but they they don't care about you. You're not taking them to see the minions. They're gonna get that guy, that guy, and that guy. I don't love any because they want it now. I I think I hate to say I do not like saying this, but it it comes down to viewership and and if if ESPN or whatever can get more people watching thirty for thirty than they can the WNBA. Like I understand that from a business perspective, but from what little the NBA and and is doing and what the WNBA is trying to do is get mainstream so that they can, you know, if it's on ESPN, people are going to, T-Bird's going to, if it's on ESPN, T-Bird will watch it. And that goes for anything. So That's true. You, put, you put ping pong championships of the world, <laughs> T-Bird's going to watch it if it's on ESPN. But that, that's the, the, the catch 22 here is not enough people are watching it for it to be on TV, but if it was on TV, more people would watch it. Well, here's the thing that here's a problem that I have with social media, period. Likes, views do not translate into any kind of monetary value. You can have, think about some of the videos, uh-oh, I received Dex section ahead. If, if, look, if you look at, you know, the most watched video on YouTube, it's what, 
almost up to a billion now, right? No, it's, it's way billion. past that. Over a billion. I think it's, um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's Gangnam Style, and it's up yeah. to like 10 billion. 10 billion. Like it probably has maybe a million likes and 20,000 20, dislikes, right? It probably has. And whether it has likes or dislikes, it has engagement, well, here, which means but, that there's value. But here's the to thing, though. To it just to say there's like there's engagement, and that counts as far as what advertisers look to. But in terms of actually translating into people really having a response, think about that. Out of a billion, ten billion views, only a small segment actually re actually had enough of a response to want to like or dislike that. I have, a and to me, again. That doesn't translate into, okay, you have, you know, people view uh, the WNBA links versus dream game, 20 million views. That still doesn't mean 20 million people are going to tune in to watch a, a dream game on ESPN. Do you see what I'm saying? I it's mean, just... in, in respect, nobody watches 20 million, no, no 20 million people watch one show. Even like sports. Yes. The no, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Okay, the Super Bowl. We're talking about that one game that happens. Uh, one NCIS. Time. Well, but, yeah, but you said but it's no also only, it's also what else is going on that day? NCIS. Oh. Don't nobody know. Nobody Just, watches NCIS. Look, let me they tell you do. Something. They get like 18, 20 million viewers a week. Yeah, a week. Let, let me but tell how you many something. episodes happen in a week? Come on. Let man. me tell you something. During the Super Bowl, when we went to the Super Bowl in sixteen that we should have won. Okay. I got up that morning on that Sunday morning. I turned on every TV in my house, upstairs, downstairs, all the way up. And from all day long, I wanted to catch all of it because the Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl. So that's five, that's six TVs that got counted, right? Yeah, no. but it's a, you're you still have, only you one person have, that You actually have to have the equipment for, for it to be counted for Nielsen ratings. Oh, do you? Mm -hmm. Why do they why do they do that? They 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 contact households. To participate you know I, okay. I i got more of a point though with if you I, you know you know sans the super bowl if you look at any other game how many people are you really getting a million two million you're not getting 20 million on it like world, any the regular, world series get a good bit but again on the world team. series we're talking about any other game during on, on a tuesday or whatever you know be it baseball basketball whatever i bet it ain't a 20 million people it's watching not, soccer I, I, <laughs> You don't want that bet, bro. You don't want that bet. You, I bet I, it I, ain't on a Tuesday. I, come on. I can guarantee you there are more people that watch soccer on any given day than there is baseball. I want you to bring me them. So let's, let's bring me them. No. Okay. You're, you're, you're going to be wrong. Look, you're going to be wrong. Gonna be look, wrong. Yeah. Quite, all right. So but, look. But, but, but to follow up on your point, to follow up on your point, it's, it's only a million people. Now, if you get said million people on, on, uh, on, on social media, whatever, Twitter, Facebook, wherever it's playing, that's access that those people didn't have to pay for. But those people turn into dollars for the uh for the sponsors of the show, for the advertisers. But that's, not for the players is, is what I'm getting at because they're not buying ticks to go to the game. Uh, and that and that's I mean, what I'm saying in terms mm -hmm. of in real life engagement. A like, sure, that's good for advertisers, but that does nothing for the women who are putting their blood, sweat, and tears. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to let's be honest. We just don't want to see women play competitive basketball. That's why. That's it. why I said. That's why I said men. Man controls that. Okay, perfect case in point. Did anybody see the WNBA All Star I game? I did. I watched it, and it, and it I didn't it even know me, it was on. It made me so angry because the, it was a sparse crowd. Yeah, I, I didn't even know it was on, and I flicked TV. 
and and they said, who won the game? I said, oh my God, I wanted to watch it. I wanted to watch it. And I didn't even know it was on. Yeah. That's terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. You know, in, in defense of that, I've actually watched more women's soccer in the last week than I have. Why had. do we keep talking about soccer? <laughs> yeah. Okay, T-Bird, I got stats for you. Sport, bro. <laughs> I got stats for you. So in the U.S., now remember, soccer is the world's most popular oh, sport. Oh, gosh, here we go. Leave it to this. this, this thanks. You, I blame you. This is so, your fault. So Saturday night, game four of the recent World Series was the highest watched, you know, of, of the of all the baseball games this past year and that was 10.5 million viewers and if i scroll down just in the u.s uh soccer viewership not only is it increased over 40 percent but they're still averaging almost 8 million viewers who watched this rant, whatever soccer game, soccer championship so we're talking in the u.s where Supposedly, your your baseball is is so popular and so good. Give me your give me your phone. <laughs> if this microphone wasn't give, attached give, to this table, I would drop it so Dexter, hard. Give me a bat. That was a mic. I, I, I would take that that blame phone out his my, out his hand nah. and beat it. He's just <laughs> mad because the numbers don't lie and yeah. he's wrong. Numbers don't lie. I, right. I, I don't know why you would do that to well, yourself. That's well, that's like but, talking but, that's but like who, talking religion politics. Who, you don't talk the, soccer in here. But are they watching soccer? Hey. In so you come out in South America, there. <laughs> I caught that. <laughs> Thought you were slick. <laughs> Are they watching soccer in South America? Yes. yes. It's the only sport. That's, that's what it's I, the world's most popular sport, T-Bird. But, but we ain't I'm, watching it like that in America. Apparently. Yeah. We are. We are. That's what I'm saying. We are on that. And you know what? Here's they the line. We may not be they watching. They lie. They, look, they may not be watching it, but you go to an Atlanta United's game, I bitch, it's sold out. I, yeah. It, Actually, it, no, I, I, it I was is. at one recently. It, it wasn't. It was a little sparse there. Really? Oh my God. I've seen more people at a Little League game. It was really at the Atlanta United? It echoed. <laughs> they are struggling. I mean, they, this year, they, they did kind of get it handed to them. They lost like 3 0. It was to Austin. Are, they still, are they still playing at Mercedes Benz Stadium? Yeah. They, where, where are they going to play? Kennesaw? Like, come on. Apparently, I mean, if, no. they're, if they've only got. Wow, it's but, just they're 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 in a building year. Wait a minute, you played at Ken you went to Kennesaw? No, 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 no. They also have a team. Yeah, Kennesaw, they got a team that play no, at Kennesaw. No. That's the B. But team. that was the joke. So if all the uh, soccer fans got that one. See, here's the thing with all sports, there is a generational thing. All right. And this is something we keep coming back to all these conversations that I haven't been able to address. There's a generational thing. There's younger people like soccer. Younger people don't like bass. I mean, baseball. It's an older generation, so. Well, you're old, T-Bird. That's what we're saying. <laughs> All right, folks. <laughs> On that note, we're going to take a break. We'll be back to wrap things up. And, of course, we have the challenge. Tell me why I'm wrong. It's coming come. up. Y'all stick with us. from the Couch Potato Sports Report. I think about Atlanta sports all the time, but I talk about them every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern here on Podbean. Follow the link, join myself, Mo, and the other guy as we'll discuss all Atlanta sports 
from the Braves to the Hawks and the Falcons. Again, join me, T-Bird, with Mo and the other guy every Friday, 6 p.m. live. The episodes will be available on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you listen. I just get this visual of us skulking through a hot, you know, jungle, you know, with yeah. machine guns and what is it, camouflage on our faces, and it just puts me in the mind of the movie The Predator or Kong. Yeah, <laughs> you know Kong. I watched that the other night. It was good with Samuel L. Jackson. They was in that. What, that, that, that what was that? They was in Skull Island. Yes. Oh yes. man, that was good. And Samuel L. just staring Kong down, boy. And then Kong ate him. <laughs> All right, did want to hit on a couple couple of things, guys. Um, we want to hear this live on air. Uh, Tiger Woods was in the Open Championship um, and did not do well, um, which is no surprise to me or OG. He hasn't done well in a long time. OG, is this is it starting to get painful to watch? I- it's a little awkward. I, I, I have some cringe moments. And so I'm just going to sit here and listen to what T-Bird has to admit here in just a second. Um, T-Bird, is, is this the end of the road for Tiger Woods? Is, does he need to retire? Will he ever win another championship? Is he, is he on the same level as he was before he had his accident? Well, you know he's not. Just, uh, just I, 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 but I, I'll tell you, I... I uh, <clears throat> You know, it hurts me to say it, but uh, it's going to be difficult for Tiger to 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 move on. His leg is just not allowing him to play. So what you're saying is that Mo and I... Well, let me finish. <laughs> it's just going to be... It's, it's, Tiger's really having a tough time. Um... I think the injuries are really, they just, I mean, he didn't make the cut in the open championship. I I really felt like that he might, but he didn't. And um, he's struggling. Um, I just don't, I, I, you know, I just don't. I, I, Go ahead, deep breath, you can do it. <laughs> We're here for you. I just, I just don't know if Tiger's gonna uh, be be able to to carry on a whole lot longer. I, I just don't know. So you're you're coming to the conclusion that Mo and I were at two months ago. You're getting there. You're getting there. I don't know, Mo. I don't, I don't know if he's if he's gonna well, say he's it. not ready to say it. But I think that you know we we've made some some tremendous strides here. A little, little bit more therapy, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get you there. That's exactly what this sounded like, a therapy session. <laughs> I'm like, wow, is he going to come to terms? <laughs> We're all here because you heard our feelings. But, I'm a, but, but look, I'm going to tell you. Oh, here we go. See, look, don't ruin it. I Do not I, I ruin it. I'm just going to tell you, though. If Tiger, by some kind of miracle, you never know. I mean, I think he's... You know he's so competitive. He's gonna keep. I don't. He gonna probably play till he just fall down. I don't know. But if he ever get 
an iota of something and win a little something, I'm going to tell y'all ass. Yeah, she, oh, so, I'm sorry. Hold up. So basically, Tiger Woods has an elephant leg, and you still think that he's got another, I, I, another, no, another I, championship. I, but but no, Serena I, I, Williams I, I, needs to retire because she's a wife and mom. Is that where we're at now? Really, <laughs> T-Bird? Really? No, I just I, I just don't know if uh, – I don't know if Tiger's leg is going to let him – Get, let him do what he needs to do, and I think I th- I think if it keeps going this way, I think Tiger's gonna have to make some decisions. All right, so here's the thought. Here, wait a minute. Now, don't keep rubbing. Well, no, 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 no. no I'm, 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 this is different. So, if you do, you think if Tiger could choose, hey, let me let me get a bionic leg and you know be able to play golf again, would he kind of sacrifice his body for the long term to win, have a chance to win today? I, 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 you know, Tiger have to answer that. I don't know how he feels about that. Oh, he's turned. Oh, you sound like a PR person. Just well, let's, hey, let's, what, let's, what you want me? I can't. I can't speak mm-hmm. for Tiger when it comes. That's his leg. I'm asking your opinion. Tag team. He just doesn't. He, doesn't, he doesn't want a recording of of, it, of his answers. Oh, uh, y'all! Won't y'all just slap hands and tag team the way you try to do people in in other golfing? We're, we're doing this for your own good, T Bird. <laughs> In other golfing news, some controversy here because five of the LIV golfers are in the top 20 and two of which are in the top 10. And there's all, you know, there's all these drama and gossip and, you know, does it matter? Do you even care? Like, does it matter? That the LIV guys are in the open. Yeah. They, they let them play in the open. There's a whole lawsuit back and forth about, it was a whole thing. Okay. It, it, to them, it don't matter. I mean, it's just like Tiger said. It don't give them no uh, incentive to even practice because they're going to get paid a lot of money whether they win or lose. Uh-huh. So, but let, let's just, let's just, okay, I, I, I want to put it on y'all for a minute. If y'all are Phil Mickelson and them other cats that went to live, they're going to pay you, what they making? $20 million. $20 million to you know, you know, you don't want a few tournaments in your career, this and that. What you gonna do? It's a no-brainer. You gonna take the money? Yeah, it, it changes the drive from almost an incentive-based, you know, structure to where you've got to work and earn it to, oh, your straight salary. That's, we expect you to do the same. You like Charles Barkley said, I'm gonna take the money. Charles said at this but, at this stage in their game, especially the the Mickelson. Mickelson, they, he done, they, he done, they deserve yeah. it. They they've had to literally sacrifice their lives, times with their families, to try to win a purse and maybe hopefully place in order to make a significant amount of money that that already you've invested millions in anyway. So to be able to literally just sign on the dotted line and get paid $20 million and you can finish in 130th place. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. But see, Tiger said, of course, you know, he, he said that it's because of the PGA that that's why they got that chance to do what they do. I can see that side see of it. it. I can see that side of it. But at the same time, you know, it's just like if somebody said, look, man, uh, y'all come in here, y'all do the show. I'm going to give you $20 million a piece. Okay. The, you know, you ain't got to be this or that. We're going to come in here and we're going to sit down and do that show. And then if they said, I need y'all here Monday through Friday, okay. y'all going to be here Monday through Friday, ain't you? For $20 million. For $20 million. And then you're going to have a nanny babysitting them babies every <laughs> night, ain't you? Yeah. You ain't going to need, they're going to say, Drew. 
uh, I'm gonna give you another million if you can stay over two hours. You gonna call your wife and say, I'll be home in two hours. Ain't <laughs> you, Drew? I'm taking the money. I know you're gonna take the money. <laughs> That's right. But I know here, you know. here again, we have, and it's it's necessary, and it's something that traditionalists, I think traditionalism is generational anyway, but they have to come to terms with the game, any game, anything has to evolve. It has to change over time to adapt to a new generation, new mindset, new 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 set of circumstances. And thank you, PGA. But look, it's it's evolving. It's evolving. And you and you PGA gonna have to they gonna have to change their game. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I hate to say it, but that's they forcing them to change the game. It's gonna be some more leave. I guarantee yeah. you. Yeah. Um, Phil Mickelson is making two hundred million dollars. Oh, oh, we left, we left off a left zero. Sure did. Yeah, Damn. Yeah, and bye bye. Yeah. <laughs> you think I care that, about what they say? That yeah. basically shuts down every argument. But here's the thing, also, like um, I wanted to add to um, the whole live argument: those guys get paid guaranteed. If in the PGA they don't get paid guaranteed, so a lot of those younger players who haven't made right. their money and everything, they you know you can't get that new crop of people you know unless somebody has the funds or gets sponsored to keep going to tournament and tournament and if they don't make the cut they don't make any money so you can't you know, blame yeah, them for yeah. going so yeah yeah you know it's capitalism so don't nobody even got to know my name you understand no, they won't they, that's what i'm saying <laughs> they ain't even got to know my if name that check clears sign they, me they ain't got to know my name if i'm just starting and they're gonna pay me that kind of money i'm going to live and I'm gonna tell Tiger and all of them what they can do. Okay, all right. Let's move. Let's move along. Let's talk a little bit of college football. We, we're starting to do our um, what, what do they call those when they have the the, the roundups in the summer? What do they call them, OG? Um, what what the SEC does down in I think they're doing it in Atlanta this year. What do you call it? Training? No. The, the uh, gosh. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. That hey, one. Mo, hey Mo, I'm gonna pull you. Really. <laughs> <laughs> He knows what I'm talking about. They had like media day yeah, for the yeah, conference or something. Yeah. 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 The SEC media day. Yes. Yes. That's it. Um, so we're starting those and so we're starting to hear news that what the big 12 have theirs. Yeah. So the big 12 had there, and this is the final season with the 10 schools in the conference today. So as we've talked about before, Oklahoma and Texas, which by the way, are the only two big 12 schools to win national championships are leaving for the SEC. And then, filling back the the bracket kind of getting upgraded you know oklahoma texas got upgraded to the sec some smaller conferences the american athletic conference and then byu another independent like t-bird's favorite team are joining there are four schools that are joining next summer so there was some jokes and whatnot from some of the other schools in the big 12 about hey should oklahoma and texas even be here and so you know it ruffles some feathers but it it kind of alluded to the fact of we've got these mega conferences coming you know there's two powerhouse conferences there's not a power five anymore it's a power two and then there's kind of second tier which is the remaining three and you know there's some more after but mega conferences are here to stay there's no regulations no rules on on what they can do and that led to a conversation about the the nil being almost a recruiting tool for these high high you know, profile high school players for these power conferences. And and all that means is it just further uh, separates the skill gap between the top schools and and the, you know, the, the bottom, you know, the mid tiers or the bottom schools. 
and we're not going to have upsets like we like we sometimes do and know and love and I just remember Boise State upsetting Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl, like 07. And just nobody thought that was coming, but it was such a good underdog feeling. But we're, we're moving away from that. And I, I hate to say it, but I just don't like it. Yeah, it, it, I think it spells trouble in the long run in terms of really the, the purest form of football right now that I think, and that is college football. And now we're monetizing it making it a bigger business, um, which means there's always going to be capitalism involved and there's always going to be a, a, um, a the race to make the most money, to get the best players. And it's to me, it stinks to high heaven of doing some shady backroom deals. And everything. They're really, just, everything. They're really just dirty dirty the sport. So it's, it, at it, the end it, of the day, though, what, what you got to first? I'm just saying, isn't, you know, isn't everything a business like that? Everything now has turned into a business. Everything, church, uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, I mean seriously, everything, and that seems like to be that seems to be the playbook of everything. It's it's got to be a business. It's got to be about the money. It's never about the love of of the game or the love of church or the love of God. It's about how much money you can generate. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, I'm going to go back to this for a second. I'm staying relevant, but uh, why every time a church build a church, Uh-oh. wait a minute, they got to have a school. They, you understand what I'm saying? You know, I'm just saying that, again, it's about business. It's about bringing in income, right? That's what, okay. So sports is everything about sports. Is about bringing in income. When the Braves, what did they do? When they moved to Cobb County and they built Truist Park, they had to have the battery so they could get all that money from all, because all them stores are theirs. You understand? And they got to get all it. So that's what it's about. It ain't just going to the baseball park no more to play at a a standalone uh, baseball field. It's about all the other stuff too. We mentioned entertainment. They want to entertain you in the battery yeah. before and after the game. So it, I, I just think it, you know, I, I I like leave it to Beaver. I can't help it. All right. Swing it back. Swing it back. So you see football. what she did me? Well, I mean, you said this is going to be relevant and you start talking about church. So I'm just saying. It, well, I just a, use it as an example. <laughs> talking, I just use We're that. talking college football. It's all about well, the fan experience. And, we, and I just. Baseball is all about the the fan experience, which we already spend $7 on a hot dog. You can't even afford, but yet they want more and more and more. I I understand that. I just, I don't like the fact that sports are doing that, let alone college sports. That's, I just, I wish that was not the case. What can we do about it? Well, I mean, there's nothing that we can do about it because we're going to watch it. We we are in love with college football team. But speaking of love for our college football teams, is Alabama really the favorite or has Georgia kind of, is, is it Georgia's to give away? I mean, who, who, who are you looking for? Who, who do you think is going to make a splash um, when college football kicks off OG? Well, certainly uh, I'll be, I'll be watching closely at Texas A&M because Jimbo sure stirred the pot okay. a, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, Georgia right now is, is the king of college football and it's theirs until they're, until someone takes it from them. And so certainly Alabama, did not end the season the way they wanted. And, and I would hate to be 
anywhere near Saban after that because I just get the sense that he uh, he doesn't take losing well, and he's he's going to be out for for blood. He wants he wants to win, and I think as competitive as the SEC is, I think all the kind of the off the field drama really uh, increased the amount of attention that'll be on specifically the SEC, which again is great for viewership, great for ratings, great for business. But it'll be interesting to see all the talk versus how it actually plays out on the yeah, field. I mean, Georgia lost a lot of players uh, to the NFL, obviously, which, which which speaks to their championship that they won. Do they have a new new flock of, of players ready to step up? Um, is there a question mark about what kind of team this is going to be after winning a national championship? Do y'all at least want to have Florida part of the conversation? Not really. It's just, that's just mean. I mean, I, I Florida got to prove itself, but I think that uh, the pundits are, are picking Alabama like they always do, and I think that Georgia's going to have to, in order for Georgia to get the love from the pundits, they're going to have to uh, win another title, and uh, like Alabama did, because they're going to keep picking Alabama until somebody comes close to duplicating what what Nick Saban did. And I think as long as Nick Saban's there, they're going to always have the edge until Georgia beats them or whoever, you know. I, I think that's why uh, I was watching TV the other day. They picking Alabama again. Yeah. So they you know, have the history, they have the championships, and it's up to Georgia to, 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 shit that to form up. a new legacy. Gotcha. All right, gentlemen, deep breath. It's that time of day we all look forward to agitating. I mean, Encouraging T Bird to. <laughs> do you take your blood pressure pill, T Bird? Do you need Do you need another snack? You need a hug. Scooby snack. <laughs> All right, OG, it's on you. T Bird, I want you to tell me why I'm wrong here, but sports betting, I don't like it, and I'm gonna tell you why. So sports betting is already legal in 30 states, and we'll have several more states added through the rest of this year. It was an ex 2021 was an explosion when legal betting doubled from an already staggering $52 billion to, according to some estimates, $165 billion. And that was last year when there were only 11 states where it was legal. Mm -hmm. uh, fantasy platforms like FanDuel and DraftKings have invested a billion dollars in their platform just because they're jumping on the, the cash cow early and us adults that are 21 and over 18 percent of every us adult made a bet at least one bet on the sport on sports uh in december as of december of this year one 12 months prior it was eight percent so 10 percent of all us adults decided for the first time that they're going to make a bet. So staggering money, staggering dollars thrown around. And there's a high correlation between viewership and betting. The more people bet, the more they're going to watch. Very similar to how fantasy football changed the viewership of NFL. Because you're, you're, you're going to be just paying just as much attention to that 30 to three blowout as you will for that, you know, 16 to, to 17 game. And, and there's a high, a lot of these newfound betters are young adults. And 
I, I think it is too close to kind of casino gambling and some of the not so good effects that that has. But these instant classic games, like the Chief Bills playoff game last year, instant classic, it, it keeps gamblers watching and consuming and buying more and just buying more. And it's, it's, and the a, point is, Drew, what's the point? I don't like it. I should, I, it should be outlawed for, for sports some way, somehow. I don't, I don't like it. It we we shouldn't do it because it I feel like it preys on the wrong people. And by the way, the NFL hiring or the Raiders hiring the the woman we spoke about last week, she's she's a Vegas like yeah. the NFL's trying to jockey for their cut of this of this market. I understand that for a business. I just don't like the downstream effect and, and how it does on the the average consumer. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. And but I'm going to tell you that I agree with you, but I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Hmm? <laughs> That's just like, tell me something slick to make me slide. <laughs> okay. I agree with everything you're saying. I don't like it either, but the way you're wrong is, what did we say a while ago? Everything is about the money. Okay? So they they allowing you to bet on everything. Okay, they'll bet that uh, they'll fumble this snap. You understand? They'll bet that they're going to pass on first down instead of running. So it's so much money to be made, and it goes across the board now. You understand? It just goes across. You can bet in baseball. We can. They can't. The players can't. You can bet in football. You can bet in hockey. You can bet in everything. Everything is about the money. The game is secondary. That doesn't make it right. No, it don't. It and don't make it right. But I'm telling you, you know, why you're wrong about the way you feel because it's it's they've ruined everything. To yes. me, they've ruined it all. And then we've got players that participate. Even back in the day, Pete Rose, that was his whole thing about not being in the Hall of Fame. Right, right, and, right. and then um, the receiver, uh, Calvin Ridley. Yeah. He's he's sitting out the season. Yeah. And, and I just... It, it's too much temptation for not only the players, but I just I think it's the wrong thing to do to, for the fan base. And this is one of those times where I think you got to take the moral road over the money. Play, it will never happen, but it, yeah, it's never going to happen. But players can bet if they want to. All they got to do is get them under the mo. Look, bet this for me. If you win, it's my money. I'm gonna give you twenty dollars. You know what? That's what? a lie. You give me some money, I bet on them I win. I bet you I'm keeping because how are you going to take it? What you going to do, take me to court? <laughs> she got, she got I'm gonna you there. I'm going to take you somewhere, all right? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take you somewhere, Mo. But, I mean, I, and I'm sure that they probably already do that, to be honest with you. You understand? Get a money to gym over there. Bet this for me. If, if you know, if I win $100,000, I'm going to give you $10,000. I, I get it. I, I'm sure it's happening out there. There's always some gray area. I just, the NFL is right now on the outside of this inc exploding industry and they want their cut because they're, they're we're talking about betting on the nfl yeah and and they getting it we'll see i mean we'll see. i mean they, they got, look you know that betting is has taken over the game mo when say in basketball okay who we gonna bet okay a thousand dollars that the hawks gonna take the first shot to me, that's that's compulsive gambling. Who's going to take the first shot? All right, we're going to bet a million dollars that 
uh, the Pistons gonna win the tip. Do you know they bet like that? Yep. They bet like that. They bet on who gonna win the tip. The tip. <laughs> That's crazy. Yes, and it's up. It, it just it. And it's 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 a it's a gateway drug really, for the wrong. Really, dicks. It's it's a gateway drug for the all the wrong things, and I just I don't like it, T Bird. It's, it, it's corrupt. I'm surprised if the I, I wouldn't be surprised if mafia mafia ain't in it. But, but see, but see, this is the this is the this decade, this millennium, this generation's what fantasy football was 20 years ago. Like this is the next thing to to keep everything excited. <laughs> And I mean, I got to give credit. The NFL does the best job of capitalizing on it. And other sports are certainly, you know, doing the playbook. But yeah. but I, I just, I don't, nothing's going like to change, it. but I don't like it. I did. All right. So this is just my little two cents. But gambling's going on no matter what we do. You and I gambled earlier when I said, uh, I bet you there's more viewership on soccer. Yeah, we we, we didn't get we didn't put up no stake because you didn't want to lose. I don't but, I don't, know, I, don't, uh, I, don't okay. I don't bet on nothing. But moving on, moving on though, I gamble every time <laughs> I eat Indian food, but nobody wants the results <laughs> of that. No, now, all I'm saying is these behaviors are all that curry. To who we are, and it's it, it's not going to matter. It's just that they're capitalizing on our behavior. It's the same thing with the algorithms of a a social media. It's the same thing with music. It's the same thing with anything. They capitalize on who we are. It's it's nothing different. The only sport that needs to figure it out right now is baseball. Yes. Because their viewership. Is I was low. just gonna say that. I was yeah. I was gonna back my way into I, that. I checked your notes earlier. That's how okay. I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it, I, I I you know I, I don't like it. I, I but it ain't nothing we can do about it, guys. We we fans and and we small time when it comes to stuff like that. And but you know what's amazing to me is. Now, sports teams rely on fans to pay to see or pay to buy products, merchandise. Um, but literally, the we're considered the least in terms of consideration because this does make it difficult in terms of buying into and, and authentically being a fan versus, again, becoming a profiteer and wanting a team wanting a team to win um for your own pockets and not for the sake of just oh they're the best team it's 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 why i don't like fantasy football don't like fantasy sports because yes it's it's bringing more attention to individual players but people are no longer watching for the fun of it it's why i don't like the brackets for march madness i think i've done one march madness bracket Mm -hmm. in my entire life and it was the worst it was worse um, March Madness that I ever participated in because I was more concerned about my brackets. But when I actually allow organically these games to happen, the Cinderella stories to happen, it's fun to watch as a fan. So watching it and the stress of it because you might lose money, it's, it's just, it just, again, takes away the beauty and the purity of the game. It's why I, when I started playing fantasy football, like, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, it's why I don't really have a quote unquote, a team anymore because I'm more worried about my fantasy lineup and so I, I'm not as invested at one particular team yeah. than I am. So this is the next iteration of that. Well, what's what's next money. after this? I mean, I, I just. Trying to make money. That's what you're trying to do. Right? So we agree kind of a little bit. Get some Super Bowl tickets. Yeah. I mean, you know. What? I'm just saying it. <laughs> he was talking about his soup. His, uh, he was so concerned about his fantasy team. 
Everybody want to play fantasy so they so they can win the Super Bowl. We we talking about bets. We talking about money. Drew didn't even care about the game on TV. He's worried about his team. Oh, man. He didn't catch that pass. He didn't do good. Yeah. And he cheered for the Falcons, but he wanted to go on the other team to catch the ball. Yes. Yes. And that is Come what on, somebody. that is what fantasy football has turned me into. <laughs> and and countless other fans, you, you're become a more you're not diehard for one particular team anymore, no. which it's, you know, whatever. But it it's a in my opinion, it's a detriment to the fan. Oh. And. You know what? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I just got a bit of Because okay. they don't the, the let's be honest, the players don't care about the fans. No, but here, but here's the thing. They kind of do because we've created these monsters. We've created these players who now see themselves as a brand and not a team player because everything, everything revolves around this fantasy of fans now identifying particular players. I mean, think about it. You didn't know who a, a football player was they had the helmet on, but now we are very well aware of being able to recognize these players off the field more so now than we brand. ever did with anything on the field. What are you looking like that for, Dex? That is, I'm with you. That's oh. actually, I think it's good, though. I think I think it's good. I'm only counting your argument because I think it's good because it gives engagement. You, you talked about the Cinderella story before. The, one of the schools I hate to death is Gonzaga because that's the team that for some reason the worst kind of people like you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying and I know who's ever listening you know look at yourself you know exactly what the <laughs> hell I'm talking about you don't even care about basketball but you love Gonzaga yeah so yeah I don't like you but um really? yeah yeah sorry I just had to get that off <laughs> again you turned this into a therapy session earlier so I, mean, I don't I'm feeling I'm billing every single one of you just know that and, yeah. I'm, not, and I'm not cheap Mike's got me. Mike's double. Got me. Get him double. Let me tell y'all something. Now, I got something sitting over there in the corner. You that, look, you just you like said nothing about our special guest today. Uh, hey, the potato spud is, is in the house. And you talking about billing. Hey, that's my counter for you. <laughs> Come on in here. You you and don't and, hear and, nothing and, I'm saying. And introduce this wonderful guest we have. The potato spud. Where you going, potato spud? Hello. Really? Don't try to act shy. Really? Don't do that. Who do we have with us today, T-Bird? Uh, that's my wonderful daughter, Melissa. She's joining us tonight. Uh, she used to be the potato spud when we did radio. She'd be all over the country doing all these, uh, doing re- reporting on what's in the, what's in the street. She's what's so adorable. Word on the street? She's so adorable. But she mine. Well, in, in spite of her being yours, come on, somebody. In spite of her being yours, she's adorable. Yeah, we're, we're just gonna add her to the tag team here. We're just gonna have a triple threat. I tell you, she's man. logical. She's intelligent. So she she understands. She sees for herself now what we put up with. I'm sorry. What our our wonderful rapport. Boy, I tell you, as my mama used to say, oh, when me and my brother were small. I can't win. I can't win. This is true. This is true. I'm glad that you are now aware of this. It makes things more easier moving forward. Boy. All right, gentlemen. It's been great this evening. Thank y'all for joining us again. Uh, Catch us live next week, 6 o'clock here on Podbean, Facebook, Spotify. All of them. All of them. All right, gentlemen, y'all have a wonderful evening. It's been real. Peace. Enjoy.